0: Assalamu alaikum everyone hope you guys are doing fantastic hey everyone this is Yasin and in today's episode We are doing a retake on an episode that I just spent the last 15 minutes recording and unfortunately for some reason It did not record and so I guess the benefit of this is that you guys get a warmed up Yasin on today's episode And talking about a topic that I definitely did not um, Expect to talk about coming out here But for some reason my juices started flowing for this topic and so the topic that we're going to talk about today is how to optimize your life in order to get the most bang for your buck okay now the specific mental model that we're going to discuss today is the 80 20 principle now this is also known as the Pareto Principle. Some of you guys might be familiar with it and you might be like, oh, okay, I'm, I already know this, I'm gonna turn this off, but hang out for a second because what I'm gonna talk about today is a very different take. And I'll definitely introduce you guys to the 80-20 principle if you are not familiar with it. But what we're gonna to really touch base on and the, the, the bulk of this uh, presentation or the podcast today is gonna to touch base on how to be able to leverage the 80-20 principle in the categories of your life that are Um, that you're optimizing for and then how to actually safeguard yourself from becoming an 80-20 fanatic and 80-20 principaling your whole life and then actually ending up in a situation where you are not a master of anything. So let's back up and let's talk about that today. Okay, so what is the 80-20 Principle, also known as the Pareto Principle? So the 80-20 Principle is kind of like what I call a life foundation. It's kind of like a law of the universe, which is a very interesting uh, topic in and of itself to maybe touch base on some other time where there are laws of the universe. But regardless, the 80-20 Principle essentially says that there is a pattern and a correlation uh, in, in the universe where typically of an outcome Is as a result of 20% of the input so 80% of the outputs as a result of 20% of the inputs, is one use case for the 80 20 principle other use cases somebody could uh, you could kind of see this pattern going on let's say for example that 80% of your body is made out of water uh, 20% is made out of tissue Um, 80% of the landmass on the planet is water Uh, 20% is made out of actual landmass right Um, you can say that hey in any business 80% of the revenue comes from 20% of the clientele or the products. Uh, One could say that in the case of relationships, 80% of your contentment, fulfillment, or happiness comes from 20% of the relationships that you have. So let's say you have 100 people in your life. There are only 20 of those people who actually provide 80% of the outcome of happiness or fulfillment. So that might be, you know, your spouse, your parents, your siblings, whatever it might be. And then everyone else is just in this bucket of gray area. And so this pattern, you can see pretty much in every area of life is, and that's why it's basically a law of the universe. Now, the reason I wanna talk about this is because, and there's a fantastic book all about this called The Pareto Principle that you can definitely dive into, but I wanted to touch base on number one, number one lesson of today's podcast is to leverage the 80-20 principle in every area of your life to be able to get the maximum bang for your buck and leaving all the things that don't serve you. So let's say for example, you can apply this for your training. So, there are 80% of the exercises that you do, um, there are 20%, excuse me, there are 20% of exercises that you do that can give you 80% of the result. So, for example, if you're somebody who is trying to stay healthy, um, heavier lifts like squats, deadlifts, you know, things that are a little bit more compound movements would get you a lot further for the input that you put. So, let's say it's time versus output, which is the result of, you know, muscle mill building or mobility or whatever it might be and so what you want to look at is okay how little effort can I input in order to get the maximum output right and so in this case you can look and say okay what are the 20% of activities in the health sphere that would give me 80% of the outcome cool so that's within the health sphere you can do a similar analysis on your relationships there are people in our lives who when you really look at it, they really don't serve whatever purpose they are meant to be able to do there. And so, for example, if there are people in your life that are more leeches, people who are sucking, uh, taking more effort from you rather than giving you, right? Uh, You can, during an 80-20 analysis to say, okay, hey, you know what, these are the 20 people in my life out of the 100 that actually fulfill me in that regard, and then I can, care of the rest of the relationship you know you get rid of them or automate them or whatever that might be now there is a uh, there is a caveat to this obviously we only want to use these mental models to the point where there are ethics and morality that come into place right if you're like oh yeah I've done an 80 20 analysis and my parents don't serve me well that is why uh, the Dean has come to regulate what it is that we are doing, right? And so that's why you wanna be able to have that caveat in there. So the point being is that you can run an 80-20 analysis across every area of your life in order to get the most bang for your buck. Now, let me tell you a quick story about how I actually ended up in a trap where I was 80-20 optimizing everything in my life and i ended up actually hurting myself because what i ended well, there was so when i first learned about this i was like oh this is amazing you know i'm going to absolutely apply this to everything and so i basically became an optimizer i became somebody who literally for every little thing i was looking at what is the minimum that i can do in order to get the most amount of result and i achieved that i ended up doing that in every area of my life but what i ended up realizing and this was a very hard learned lesson was that if you are actually trying to achieve something within a certain category, becoming an optimizer actually ends up hurting you. What does that mean? So let's say for example, I am, just a random example, let's just say I'm a professional bodybuilder. If I am a professional bodybuilder, my occupation, my craft, my career is to be a professional bodybuilder, it does not make sense for me to optimize for 80-20 because of the fact that I need to be able to Get the returns in the 20%. So, if I only focus on the 20%, that gives me 80% of the result. Well, my career is to be the best bodybuilder, period, and so I need to get 100% of the result. And in order for me to get 100% of the result, I need to do the things past the point of diminishing returns. So, for example, if when you first start working out, you getting expert, you're getting exponential results. What that means is that you first start working out. And I remember when I first started working out, uh, in the first like six months, 12 months, I put on like 20 pounds of muscle and I still have stretch marks on my biceps and my pecs because of it. And so you get exponential results. However, you hit a point where for every hour that you put into working out, you don't get the same amount of return. Sometimes you put in one unit of effort and you get like 0.7 return on investment. Now, if you are somebody who's optimizing for 80-20, that's the point where if you're not getting as, at least equal then you might not want to, um, you know, invest in that. You might just say, okay, you know what? I'm not, I'm not supposed to be a professional bodybuilder. I'm just going to try to uh, take a step back and do the best that I can. However, if it is your career to be in that field, you don't want to use the 80/20 principle. You want to go past the point of diminishing returns, because even past the point of diminishing returns, it means that you are still getting returns, and those returns are critical in order for you to attain mastery over what it is that you are trying to do. And so. This is where you have to have to balance it, otherwise you become an optimizer and you become a jack of all trades and you never actually achieve anything, which is a major, major, major issue. And so that is why uh, I think it's very important to give that caveat, is yes, use the 80-20 principle, but you also have to know what it is that you're optimizing for. You can't optimize for the sake of optimizing. If you're like, okay, I'm gonna save time by having to only do 20% of the exercise so I get 80% of the result, okay. So you save time, but what are you using that extra time for and then whatever it is that that object that you're using the extra time for you don't apply 8020 for that so let's say for example I'm gonna do it in business let's give you another example here is when you first start a business as a side hustle you will start to get exponential returns on every um, hour that you put into it so for example if you're at zero hours and I could plot this on a graph to kind of show it to you you're on zero hours of working on your side hustle obviously you're making zero dollars but then all of a sudden let's say for example you're flipping stuff on Amazon or you're doing consulting services for every one hour of effort that you put in it might result in X amount of dollar now it's not exactly linear in business because there's a whole thing called skill stacking that I'll probably talk about in a different episode but for the sake of this example let's just say it's linear right let's say I put in uh, 10 hours a week and I make X amount of dollars. Okay, let's say I make $2,000 for 10 hours a week of um, when I put into my business. Now, if that is the point of diminishing returns, you will notice that when you put in, let's say you put 10 hours a week, let's say you put 20 hours a week, but you don't actually end up making $4,000, you end up making you know, $2,500. So you're like, oh man, I doubled the amount of time I was putting in, but I only made $500 out of that. That tells you that there's a point of diminishing returns that is in there. And so the conversation you need to have for yourself is am i going to run this as a side hustle therefore if i'm running this as a side hustle then it makes sense for me to optimize as an 80 20 because this is not my major craft right this is not the thing that i'm going to go deep on however if this is going to be your craft this is what you're going to be doing long term then it makes sense for you to actually go past the point of diminishing returns and actually invest further in your business because you know that that is what you're going to be doing and you want to actually. organization you want to hire employees and you're gonna actually want to build make more money than you know two thousand or two thousand five hundred dollars and so the point being is that diminishing or marginal returns once you hit that point they are still returns and that means that you should still keep pushing past that point if that is the area of life that you want to be able to focus on if not then apply a Pareto principle optimization lens to every other area of your life so that way you can save the time on every other area of your life and invest it in the category or categories of life that you actually wanna go deep on. And so that is the overall concept of the Pareto principle and the caveat related to becoming much of an optimizer versus somebody who is mastery over a craft and uh really go out there and apply this mental model and you're going to find that you're going to get a lot of your time back and you're going to notice that you are better off because of it so this is yasin checking out i'll check you guys on the next one